Welcome to the Heart Overhead podcast. This podcast is for those who seek to break free from programming, empower themselves, and embrace their own unique healing journey. If you like listening to real vulnerable stories and intuitive reflections, this is the place for you. I believe we are meant to live in alignment with our authentic truth, heal deeply, and with that, raise the frequency of an entire planet. When we get out of our heads and into our hearts, we are empowered to listen to our own truth, live freely in sovereignty, and constantly expand our awareness. Does that sound like you? Let's get into it. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode. This one shall be about empaths and being an empath and why it actually isn't even that special. I know this might trigger a few of you or some people or maybe it's just a new different perspective on this whole term of empath. So to begin with, I just wanted to get into it kind of like shedding light on what an empath even is, just for those that maybe aren't too familiar with it. Even though I'm pretty sure if you're listening to this podcast, you will probably know. I just have a feeling. Anyway, so an empath is basically someone who can feel not only their own emotions, but they pick up on other people's emotions very, very easily and can like step into a room and know what the atmosphere is like or maybe yeah just what the vibe so to say is in a room or maybe they can you know read the energy of a person that says oh everything's great and okay but actually they're feeling low and sad but just don't portray it and kind of like put this mask on and an empath will be able to read that energy and detect what is this dissonance between what is being presented and what is really going on and additionally to that there's also a type of empath so to say that feels other people's emotions meaning that they are kind of like a sponge so they pick up on other people's emotions feeling so much so that they are feeling it through their own system and they can sometimes actually then continue feeling like that after even they met a certain person or in that moment they really get anxious or uncertain insecure or so because they pick up on what the other person is feeling and just feel it in their own body as if it was theirs yes if you have any other additions to that please feel to feel free to share but i think that is it so far what i can think of as in a definition so usually empaths are also highly sensitive meaning that they're highly sensitive <laughs> they are just very sensitive to any type of energies and sounds and just often need a lot of time to recharge by being by themselves in solitude or with animals or nature to really just cleanse out their system and not be with people. And now let's get into the nitty gritty. 
I just wanted to offer a different perspective on empaths because I find that the definition that we come across, it has also come become more like a buzzword, I want to say. And the definition we come across is often more so being an effect, which means that, oh, I'm an empath, so poor me, I really have to protect myself from all that is going on around me and also oh I'm special because I'm just picking up on everyone else's field and all that and I'm a born healer and yes sorry that I have to say it like this I really mean this all with love and compassion and all that but I just really want to offer some type of insight into how we even become empaths and what that means and also why we aren't even that special. I want to mention here that I totally identify as an empath and that I totally identify as highly sensitive and all of that because all that I described previously is pretty much my everyday reality. But with that being said, I must say that I absolutely believe that every single human being is meant to be an empath. We are meant to be able to read energies and sense emotions and not only rely on language and lies and instead really being able to pick up on that dissonance because this, this is what keeps us safe. When we look into other animals like dogs or horses, which I have the most experience with, then we can easily see that because there is no language barrier, barrier here as in you can't lie about emotions with those animals because they literally don't understand your language. All they see is your energy and your feelings, the vibration that you send out. And I mean, humans always claim to be like the most evolved species on earth, but if that is the case, then they also are able to read energies and all that. This is part of their own survival mechanism, which is, it also partly is like, imagine you're somewhere walking down the street in the dark and you pick up on someone walking behind you and the intention of the walks just seems like a threat. This is just a survival skill, and so it is for dogs and horses. Horses, so they can read, you know, other horses and whether they and what kind of mood they are and whether they should rather get out of the way and also just read the field around them, whether there's a predator in the area. And they also need to be so in tune with other horses' emotions because maybe there is a predator on the field, but they didn't get the chance to actually look at it, notice it, see it. But because another horse in the herd has already seen it and felt it, and it's scared this whole energetic field of all the horses together starts to be scared and they all are so connected and tapped into that field so that this horse that didn't even see the predator then knows, okay, it's time to run because there is a threat. 
And so again, it becomes just a survival skill. And same with dogs too. I think we all know, and with cats probably, I don't really have a lot of experience with cats to be honest, but I know that they're also very, very intuitive and for sure pick up on energies and yes for instance like a dog often feels more insecure and on edge with maybe people that are very anxious because it's like for them what am i supposed to be anxious of why are you so scared i'm also scared and so they always they almost see it as this higher wisdom or intelligence like giving them information about what they're supposed to feel when there is an emotion in the room already, if that makes sense. So what I'm really referring to here is that we as humans have the same ability. What we have on top of it is language and that's where the problem comes in. Of course, language is so beautiful and I mean, hello, it is so wonderful that we have this tool to communicate with each other. However, it can easily put a filter on things. You can say one thing but mean something else. Like how many times have you said yes to something when your heart or your soul actually said no and your whole internal system was just like feeling like, no, I don't want to. And then you were like, sure, right? So there's just this filter that we have anyways coming back to the point that i believe that every human because it also is in every animal that every human is also an empath and meant to feel other people's other humans emotions so that that this then gives them information about who that person is what their intention is what their agenda is and whether to trust them or not to trust them the problem here is just that with the years and that is to say a lot of years, like thousands of thousands of thousands of years, probably firstly when during the Roman and Greek empires, I don't even know whether you say it like that because I don't have a clue about history, I'm sorry, yeah, but basically when there was more focus on the mind and people, folks really started to study the mind, how it works and like higher thinking and all that. And really the thinking was what was separating them from animals. And so really becoming this ego part that told them or let them know they were better than other species, kind of. Yes. So that is really when I believe and just you know, the development of cultures and all that, when there was more of a focus on that thinking instead of intuition. And I mean, we all know the stories about patriarchy and the dominance of masculinity and like masculinity is also very much thinking, whereas the feminine is more so about feeling and intuition and all that. So with the suppression of women and the feminine and all that, there is clearly also suppression of the intuition, intuitive worlds, and yeah, just 
being in tune with your own feelings because what does it really mean to be so over identified with your mind with the thinking it means that you're kind of like overthinking your emotions so suppressing that access which is really a guidance system and part of the intuition it's really important actually we don't want our emotions to run our lives but they still really give us great indications for our intuition to pick up on so I believe that is really where the disruption first happened and how we got here that there's a lot of people not being empathetic and kind of like really in their mind maybe and filtering everything through their mind instead of their heart and their emotion. And then those folks that are in tune with their intuition and we're kind of like cracked open in their hearts and are naturally maybe even more intuitive and like more in touch just with higher realms too. And I don't even want to only limit it to that because I think there's different accesses to this particular, you know, just intuitive field. But this is really what I can think of now. So yeah, basically, I believe that we all have the innate ability to empathize with other beings and read energies and emotions it's just that for a lot a lot of people it's really dialed down which basically comes from this this overpowering from you know patriarchy and the masculine i don't say that because i want to blame it but it's just so true just this really really over relying on the mind which and intelligence and all that but intelligence more so in a sense of just like this intellectual intelligence right and i think when you're listening to this you can totally understand what i'm referring to here and i just really don't want to go further into it because that would be another episode of the podcast and again as i said before i believe that a lot of us that are so-called empaths today are just more in tune with that and what we are basically designed to be in tune with but it just really stands out because this whole society within the past few thousand years has been so based on the mind instead of the heart an additional part to this is that i really would like to go into how many of us actually have become empaths and that it's yes partly a gift maybe But as I said before, I believe we all have the ability. It's just really dialed down and washed out for so many. And then also it can become heightened as a survival skill. So babies basically come in with this innate ability and either it's being kind of like washed down and they get out of touch with it or it can also become a heightened sense just because they need to use it in order to be safe not only as a baby but also later on as a child and here we come back into conditioning as well because it can be that you know as a baby as a child from zero to seven as I probably said before we're basically walking subconsciouses and we really take on everything that people tell us so if we're being told that we are so smart and so i don't even know it's so great what we can do with our thinking and all that and maybe there is no such thing as 
praise and developing intuition, then clearly we will really rely on that and identify with it and all of that. And that's a whole spiral right there, which then is giving the ground for our adult life. But back to empathy as survival mechanism and how a lot of us become empaths and that is because we might be born into a family where there's a lot of energy and emotional management going on so this could look so different for so many people it might be that they're is some emotional manipulation in the family, some kind of strange family patterns where things aren't actually being said and expressed, but, you know, they're still there, but no one is really talking about it. So there is a lot of emotional suppression in the family or some kind of abuse could also be a thing for sure. And so the child basically starts developing these intuitive senses picking up on energies emotions more and more because it needs to know when it is safe to say what when is it safe to behave like what and when is it safe to yeah basically just be and therefore always scanning their environment for how to behave and in what state maybe the parents are in or the caregiver and then processing in what ways to behave and what to say and all that in order for the parent or the caregiver to love them or to simply just be safe around them and to really kind of fine-tune those intuitive abilities and reading like the energy in the room and yes that then becomes a survival skill and therefore later just a heightened sense and also then being able to really tap into that and pick up pick up on other people's energies later in life as well if that makes sense so i really think that it just can be some type of trauma honestly in survival strategy to be an empath and to just it just was needed for you as a child to kind of like cope with what was going on and in order to be safe within you and to you know feel good about stuff like often we have these survival strategies that um just And survival sounds so dramatic, but I also just mean that we have coping mechanisms. And if we wouldn't have that coping mechanism, maybe something even worse would happen. So for instance, um, I remember my therapist would always say that about my eating disorder, where it's like, yes, you needed this eating disorder because it helped you in a certain way to regain control over your life or to feel safe because you didn't feel safe at all emotionally before so you were looking for something because else your brain thought that maybe something even worse would happen and that just everything will really just go downhill i don't even know how to say that but yeah would just like not work out at all anymore and everything would just explode and chaos would happen and you would feel so awful so instead you would just look for something unconsciously that would make it easier for you to navigate through the life but at the same time of course in that example the eating disorder is not necessarily anything healthy but still just the mind looks for something that will lessen the pain so to say and i think that's the same 
the same case for just children that learn how to read energies in a room in order to feel safe. And sometimes even it can be that they would just want to make their parents happy, for instance, that they know they get a good feeling when they can... Um, so maybe, you know, a parent suffers from depression and so the child has to just observe in what type of state of mind the parent is and then can create different strategies around how to be and what to say in order to make the person feel better or give them more space and all of that. And often these beings really become the energy managers of the family and are so in tune with everyone's state of emotion and kind of like know how to shapeshift and that is then also tied in with people pleasing and behave in certain ways in order to create a certain result outcome another word for this is manipulation even though it is meant for a good cause which is protecting itself as in the child is protecting itself Okay, that just as another insight and another note. Oh, and lastly, in this episode, I really wanted to go into that one belief or it's a belief, but it's also just what people keep on saying um, on social media. I see it a lot when it is talked about as in... Well, as empaths, we have to really protect our energy and we have to be careful, especially when we are, you know, in a healing space or space holders and yes, all of that. Generally, when we are empaths, it's often brought up that we need to protect our own energy from other people so that we don't pick up on their energy and so we aren't affected by it, which is totally fair because I don't even intend to disapprove of it but there is so much victimhood again mentality in here and because it is giving your power away from that mindset when you think I have to protect my energy from someone what is that saying and like what is the intention behind protection what is the consciousness behind protection and trying to create a shield it's fear you're scared that you're being attacked and that in itself is a little bit a tricky one because again it is like of course to an extent it is claiming back your power but it this protecting your energy actually means that you believe that your energy that you already have yourself is not strong enough and so you have to protect it with an extra shield because otherwise you would be attacked and you're are you aren't strong enough to you know just stand in your power because you're so empathetic and a sponge that just soaks everything up so if you that believe that this is just the the concept behind protecting your energy because it means that you are literally a sponge just taking it soaking everything up and maybe that is the case but if you believe that already if you say i have to protect my energy then this is just feeding into it so you basically as you are protecting your energy saying that oh 
I am weak, so I have to protect myself. And so you're making yourself even more suggestible or susceptible to to those energies that want to come in and people's emotions and all that. I hope this makes sense. It is kind of hard to explain, to be honest, but what I want to get into here is that instead what we can do is to just claim our power. We are living in a universe of free will where we can just say, hey, actually, I don't want that energy in my room. So I say no to it. If you feel an energy that you can kind of sense is not yours, which is a whole other story. But if you feel the energy that is not yours, you can literally just tell it to leave your body, to go out. It has to listen to that if it's an emotion. And this, of course, requires to kind of like see these emotions as not yourself and almost like separate entities and to just say, hey, sadness, time to leave because you're actually not mine. And I think that it really, really helps to first and foremost discern, hey, is this right now, is it mine or is it someone else's? And that you can get into by just asking yourself the question and then feeling in your heart space and listening to what comes through intuitively. So maybe you are hearing yes or no, or maybe your heart is expanding or contracting, or maybe your body is leaning forward or backwards. And whatever each movement or feeling means to you will show you intuitively whether it is yours or not. And if it's not yours, then you can send it back. send it back to source ideally not to the person i would just say it's not mine and i release it for them so bye see ya later but definitely not in a long time yes okay so that to me is just really where empowerment comes in where we are not in that space anymore where we say we have to protect ourselves from others because that in itself is just so fearful and it really is not what we want to be And this does not say that there's not any type of emotions that we're picking up from other people, but can you just stand in your own power and say, hey, I got this, I am empowered, and yes, I am creating this boundary around myself. It can also look like a shield, maybe you like um, bubbles and all that. I sometimes do that for sure, and I whenever I have an energy healing session or any kind of type of client session, I always create this white light around myself just to kind of like just be in my own, to create that boundary and be in my own bubble and to just like set that intention of like, you know, this is my boundary and there's nothing that come can come through it. And While that might sound like protection also, the intention behind it is just different. The intention behind it is so much more no BS. It's just like, you know what, this is my field and I don't want anything else in it right now. Not today, not tomorrow. And that's that. And I am not angry or anything with the other person. I don't resent the other person for 
you know, having their own emotions. It's on me to kind of be so strong in my light and in my boundary to to just create that energetic wall, like a shield. I don't want to say shield because it is not a shield. It's just like this, this curtain. It's like, this is my space. Hello, here I am. And I invite what I want to invite and anything else is just not welcome right now. And it comes more from a place of empowerment and still love and acceptance too. Yes, and I think those few perspectives on being an empath, those are complete now. And I will leave it at that today. This episode was really intended to just inspire you and to offer a new perspective on what we think an empath is and where it comes from and maybe it is a survival mechanism rather than any special gift. Just putting that out there, leaving it at that. And of course, to some extent, it's a beautiful gift, of course. Being sensitive is a gift, but you can always make it whatever you want it to make. And I truly believe that it's, also, that it's also a natural ability and that it is, in fact, what we are designed to be, which doesn't make it less of a gift, but again, to just offer that different perspective. And yeah, just um, if you truly want to step into your empowerment, to remember that you are the creator of your own reality and so if you are standing in your power and your energy is so strong that it's overpowering anything that wants to attach itself to you and wants to manifest itself through you that you don't want in your space then that to me is really empowerment and embodiment of just this higher light exactly Okay, well, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I would honestly love to hear from you and what your thoughts are on this and your experiences and all that because I think it's a hot topic coming in. And yeah, it's an old one too, but I just, that's why I wanted to offer some new perspectives. And yes, as always, please feel free to message me on Instagram. I am at aligned with selena c-e-l-i-n-a that's selena and also if you feel called to check out my website for healing journeys into sovereignty empowerment and your true self your full authenticity then please just yeah come with me on a little journey i have lots and lots of healing mini healing journeys up on there for free it's small little meditations that are super fun to do. I also have one that is a boundary setting meditation actually where you can practice creating that shield or creating that loving wall. Why do I even say shield? See, I'm still a little bit programmed apparently to that. Well, calling myself out here. Interesting. Anyways, please go there and just check things out 
And yes, if you ever wanted to chat about how that journey could look like for you, because I offer individualized services that are tailored to your needs, because I don't believe one healing journey looks like the other and we all have our own conditionings and wounds and stuff that we are just tired of and are so ready to just let go of and overcome, then don't hesitate to reach out and we can set up a little chat and no strings attached at all. I would just love to hear your story and what you're going through right now and you know, I will always, always give you the permission to let it all sink in and then we can figure out together whether we would be a good match or not and it's always in love okay well that is that i hope you have a lovely day and thank you so much for listening bye